First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Dr. Kent Hall is the chief physician executive at MVHS and is on the line right now. Do you want to add something? I just, I have a, I think, a, a pertinent, appropriate oh, yeah, question questions. for Dr. Hall. Doc, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, if you have any questions of, uh, fine, thank you. Any questions of Dr. Hall, 315-736-0186. And we are in the middle of uh, a lot of, there are a lot of people asking a lot of questions. Finally, yesterday, after the after the, the state, and we've learned that it was the governor's office that told the health department not to issue guidance on going back to school. But now the state ed department, because they were hearing the screams from schools around the state, yesterday state ed uh, gave guidance. There's a story up on our website about that right now, WIBX950.com. It includes guidance that recommends in high concentrated areas of COVID-19 and Herkimer County, Oneida County would, Herkimer definitely, Oneida County is close, if not there, would qualify. They're saying sports like football and wrestling, any high-contact sports, should be canceled for this fall. Uh, and masks should be worn. Um, Doc, this is a tough, tougher sell than it was a year and six months ago. Yeah, it is. And it's understandable that it would be because of the, you know, first and foremost, because of, you know, pandemic fatigue and just people are tired and they want to get, they want to get, you know, back to their own lives. Um, you know, but also because of the, because of the kind of shifting messages and stuff. And, and, and that's been very, very difficult for people to follow. And, and, you know, each message, if, if it's taken on its own, you can say, okay, I understand where it's coming from. But when you look at the whole string of them, it just becomes very confusing. So I, I can understand where the state edu- education department is uh, coming from, uh, especially as it relates to, uh, certainly as it relates to the masks in schools. Um, and when you're talking about, you know, those kind of, you know, uh, close contact sports like football and things like that, you know, and we're, we're talking about a population that uh, that is not vaccinated for the most part because they cannot get the vaccine. Now, you know, some of them are certainly older than 12, but yeah. not, not all of them. Um, you know, and and this Delta virus is not is not anything to, you know, just kind of shake off. This is this is something that we should be really nervous about. Doc, I, I want to ask. I was thinking about this the other day. I've received both shots, so I'm, quote, fully vaccinated. But with this new variant infecting some people who are, quote, fully vaccinated and with some people being recommended to get a booster shot, if you will, is it is it appropriate, accurate to say that I'm, quote, fully vaccinated? So it is it is accurate to say you are fully vaccinated. I can't say that because you are fully vaccinated that you are completely immune. Those are two different things. Um, but yes, so the vernacular would be that you are fully vaccinated. The good news is that you know with the with the vaccines that that we are currently using, the the uh, the safety or the ability of anybody who is fully vaccinated to withstand significant disease. So significant disease is you know needing to be in the hospital, you know needing to be in the intensive care unit and or dying is significantly less. It is still not zero. But it is significantly less. So remember that, you know, there are some people who, 
whose immune systems, for whatever reason, simply will not respond to a vaccine. That's not just true of this. That's true of, you know, the measles vaccine or the chickenpox vaccine. That that's true of, and and it's not it's not easy to know, you know, who who they are. Then there are others. Uh, who are who because of their immune system or because of other diseases that they have or because of medications that they take, uh, their immune system is not as readily active, and for those those are the ones that the uh, FDA is currently saying that should be uh, should be getting a, a a booster shot. Let me also ask: Is there uh, some people are saying that they won't take the vaccine because it's still not FDA approved? How long before that would happen, could happen? So it looks like the FDA is on track to approve um, at least Pfizer and very shortly thereafter Moderna, probably by uh, sometime this fall. Um, I can't, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the timing is. I've heard as early as um, September, like mid-late September, or as late as November. Um, you know, they, there is more data that they collect over time to look at, you know, safety, to look at effectiveness uh, and uh, those things, and then they've got to crunch those numbers. And there's, you can, there's a lot of numbers that they, that they have to uh, crunch. Uh, and so that's why it takes as long as it does, and, and it's a very thoughtful scientific process. So it's something that, that, you, that you can, you know, feel pretty confident in. Doc, do you really think, though, that uh, these these what what percentage do you think of the people who refuse to get the vaccination? And one of the reasons they're using is uh, they'd be considered anti-vax. One of the reasons they're using is the fact that it isn't FDA approved. After the FDA approves it, do you think they're going to go run and get the vaccine? I don't. Yeah, I, I, my, my gut tells me that that's probably a fairly small percentage of the people that are currently saying that they won't get the uh, vaccine. That's- yeah. That they're resistant for a number of different reasons, and that you know may play a part in yep. it. But I don't yep. think that it is the trigger that's going to say, "Okay, well now it's time." Now let's do it. Time yeah. to go. Yeah. How about this uh, this talk show host in uh, in Florida? What's his name again? Dick Farrell. Dick Farrell, uh, who is now the late Dick Farrell, um, who was anti-vax, uh, anti-COVID, anti-Fauci. It was a big scam. The whole thing was overreacted. And maybe we did re- overreact by shutting everything down, but we didn't know the virus when it first came out. Still, um, uh, telling people not to get the vaccine changed his mind. It was uh, just in the last uh, two weeks has been telling friends he was wrong. Please get the vaccine. He was messaging them from the ICU, and this week he died. Yeah, so that, there are a lot of stories like that out there. Yeah, there, there are a number that, that you I've 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 read a number of of those stories of people that have have got the vaccine. Who didn't get the vaccine and were very resistant to it um, ended up getting very sick. Some of them dying, and you know they they told their friends or their families have told their friends, "Hey, this is nothing to uh, sneeze yeah, at." So, yeah. you know that's that's kind of goes to what I've been talking about for a while, which is that you know I think individuals should talk to individuals that they know and go reach out to people who are hesitant, understand why it is that they're hesitant, and then and try to. Try to talk to them, you know, and and in a in a in an empathetic way, so that so that we can actually change change some minds. That takes a long time. It's not it's not something that I'm saying that is going to change people's minds. It's, it's got to be someone that you know and yeah. that you trust on a on an on an intimate personal level. 
Uh, are you talking to me, Doc? Are you specifically telling me to be more empathetic when I try to convince people that uh, the vaccine is the right way to go? I think that empathy is always a good thing. I'm not okay. talking to any one individual. Right. I'm talking to everybody. I'm also paranoid when I sit in church. I always think the priest is talking about me. I know they're always talking about me. <laughs> I'm always right. worried the roof's going to cave in. when. Uh, those... <laughs> yes, no, just kidding. by walking in, Andrew. Okay. Ooh, boy. Okay, I have uh, a few questions here. Harry is in New Hartford with one of those questions. Harry, good morning. You're on the radio with Dr. Kent Hall. Uh, good morning, Bill. Uh, Dr. Hall, uh, as far as the efficacy, I think the uh, Moderna is, uh, has the greater efficacy with the Delta variant. But I read a report yesterday where researchers were saying the booster could increase the Pfizer efficacy like um, a multiple of 10 times, maybe up to 100 times the antibody level of what it currently is just with the two shots. Uh, your comments on that? Uh, uh, Harry, I'm going to hang up and let uh, Dr. Hall take that one, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, Doc, what do you think? Yeah, I've been, I've been reading those reports also, and what they're looking at there is, and Harry's exactly right, what they're looking at there is the antibody level. What we don't know is does that translate into actually increasing the effectiveness to keep people from getting sick. So that's what we call a surrogate marker. You know, some people would say, well, obviously, if you've got more antibodies, then, then it's going to, to uh, protect you better. But the reality is that once your body gets exposed to it, if you already, if your immune system is already primed, then your, your body responds very quickly. And so it's unclear whether, uh, whether that um, higher um, um, antibody level coming right out of the starting gate is really going to uh, add any any uh, significant uh, protection. You remember when the uh, remember when the uh, the recommendation from the CDC came out that uh, masks should be mandated um, outdoors or indoors um, for certain counties with a high level of COVID infections. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out where there were I think eighteen or nineteen uh, different counties in in New York State. Um, then it went up to close to thirty. We're now as of just now as of just today. Fifty-four counties in New York State have a high enough number of, uh, of positive cases where masks are being recommended by the CDC. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, th- this is this is coming back, and it's and it's coming back, you know, a lot because of the Delta virus, yeah. the Delta um, um, variant. So I, I, I fully support that. I, I know that it's you know uncomfortable and that it's not what people want, but but I kind of get that. Um, she, can you give me one of those unmasked my child uh, signs? I want to put it in my front yard. Not. Give me a break. I'm sorry. Are masks going to hurt children? Uh, no, masks okay. are not going to hurt children. Now, there is Just some, now, to, to be fair, there is right. some uh, interesting uh, thought. I, I haven't seen any real data to support it, but I have uh, seen uh, heard some interesting thought that the inability to um, to read people's faces mm. um, may have some impact on especially younger children in terms of not so much in terms of long-term development because obviously we don't know that um, but you know in terms of you know understanding communication and you know things yeah. so so I don't I don't know what that means but you know that there there is a theory out, out there that I think we should really look at to make sure that we're not missing something and that we should, you know, take that into account. There is a mask out there that is, I think, like uh, translucent or... I've or, seen them. Where 
it shows you the, faci- the facial expression. Yeah. It does look a little weird. Okay, uh, Bill, please ask the doctor. This is from Roger. If older parents have shots and have had but with numbers going up, should they skip dentist appointments or any type of appointments that, they're ne- that are not necessary and reschedule them after the numbers go back down? Um, you know, good question. So I'm, I'm all for people getting the health care that they need uh, in, in an appropriate manner, and, and I believe that, you know, uh, dental care and dental prophylaxis is a, is a part of uh, health care. Um, I also know that, you know, certainly the dentist offices and all the personnel there wear appropriate, you know, um, uh, masking and, you know, things like that. I don't, at this time, if you're fully vaccinated, um, I, I would not necessarily uh, uh, f- forego that. All right. I uh, spoke with a friend in Houston yesterday uh, who said, we are a mess here. It is right back to where it was at the peak. Uh, he said that um, hospitals and, and, and clinics are back to setting up outdoor facilities and are, are being overrun again with, with this new variant of COVID-19. Um, if Florida is in the same boat. Um, it does give you a bit of an indicator as to what we could expect, right? It does. Now, you know, those are the areas that are getting hard, hardest hit are also the areas where the vaccination rate is the lowest. Yep. Uh, but I can tell you from talking to my friends around the country, and especially in, especially in the southeast, so, you know, Florida, Mississippi, Arkansas, Around the Houston area, they are—they're echoing exactly what you're reading in the in the yeah. uh, on, on the media and what you're hearing there. Um, you know, it is it is scary, and we should take that as a cautionary tale, just like you know the rest of the country was listening to what was going on in New, yeah, York, New York, right, March yeah. of 2020. All right, last uh, thing I can squeeze in here, and this is very interesting, and I want to know if you know anything about it. This is to me new information. Um, uh, he told me that the experts in Texas are saying that unlike the 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 previous COVID, the original strain of COVID, that was a it would rise, it would plateau, continue to plateau, and then dissipate to the point where it went down. They expect with the de- the Delta variant that it's a V. It spikes very quickly. It goes up to a very high level and then drops right off. I don't know why, but uh, what, what do you know about that? Yeah, so that's, that is actually uh, data that has come out of the U.K. and their experience with the uh, Delta variant. And that, that was true there. Um, obviously, that's an N of one, and I'm not all that you know, confident in therefore saying, well, that's what's going to happen here. But it did happen there, and it has been known to happen with other viruses, too. So that is something we could hope for, and if we can keep the tip of the V, of the inverted V, um, low, that would be even better. Yeah. Um, you know, but that, that is something that we can certainly hope for. I, again, I wouldn't hang my hat on it. Yeah. It is something that, that was seen in uh, the U.K. So in the U.K., they're good now, right? I mean, they're over this and they're much better? Is that- they're better. I, good is a relative term. I would say that they're do, certainly doing, doing better than they, than yeah. they were yeah. back, uh, I think it was... A month and a half ago or something like that? Yeah. Doc, we appreciate it. Have a very great weekend. Thank you, everybody. Please be safe and enjoy enjoy the cooler weather. Yeah, it's coming. Thank you so much.